Thank you so much for tuning in to our church podcast. You can go to atarapentecost.com for questions about services and how to donate. We pray that you are blessed by this message today. God bless. Hallelujah. Stay right where you are, if you would, please. Amen. I appreciate the prayer for the people, the young people here today. But I've been digging into this war going on in Ukraine. And I have been trying to find things that aren't processed through the media. And I've been trying to find raw footage. And what I found is this. There is a whole society that are living under the ground. Families, women and children and elderly people. Thousands of them. Maybe a million or so. Did you see the video of the young girl, maybe at 13, 14, playing the violin in that bunker? Did you see the young girl about Gigi's age and she was singing that uh, Frozen song, and, but not in English? There are so many people today that would love to be in a place like this. They would love to have worship. They don't get to. I wonder if we could, amen, as a body, as a congregation, if we could go into a place of intercession. Could we pray for them, amen, as they would pray? Could we reach out? Could we tap into what they might be tapped into this morning? Amen. I know it. Uh, I, I'm going to get going. I've got a, I've got a short message. Amen. Uh, I, I go with short messages on Sunday, so if the Spirit moves, I don't got to worry about uh, getting my message out there. Amen. Praise God. And so here's what we're going to do. I just feel, I'm trying to feel what is it that God wants us to do. He's brought us to a place of prayer. We prayed for our young people for us. But we want to pray for those who don't have the liberty this morning, amen, to assemble in a place of freedom. Can you go and sing again, Brother Long? And let's really, amen, let's cry out to heaven with the spirit of desperation as we think about the women and the children and the elderly that are somewhere underneath the ground. They can't go to their beds and homes at night, but they're in bunkers. Oh God. Oh God, right now in the name of Jesus. That's it. Amen. Go ahead and sing. Hallelujah. Would you begin to pray, church? Would you worship? Would you cry out? Would you think about these people right now? And would you say, God, amen, comfort them somehow, Lord God. Comfort them, oh Lord. Amen. It's a place of growth, young people, when you can step out and pray for somebody just beyond yourself. Amen. Somebody you don't even know. Praise God. It's a place that the church needs to be. Oh, that's it. That's it. Would you cry out to the Lord right now? Would you touch the Lord?
God, thank you, Lord God. God, give them strength. Encourage them to You are Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. That's it. That's it. That's it. something powerful stepping in the gap praying for somebody else amen thank you Lord praise God amen you may be seated praise the Lord worship team didn't they do a great job amen they always do praise God so good to be here today was yesterday like the most beautiful day that you'd ever participated in? Sure did feel like that, didn't it? It just felt like that. Amen. Praise God. I'd ask you to pray for my wife, Sister Woods. She is uh, she's not doing too good. So, had some rough nights. Took her to the emergency room yesterday. And um, I think there's something going on internally in there with I don't know, blockage or something. They did some blood tests on her. No, no, um, I don't think there's any issues with that. So anyway, it's been rough, but uh, I laid hands on her this morning before I left and prayed for her, and, and I'm believing, amen, when I come back, she's going to be doing a lot better. I left Fifi there as her nursemaid. You couldn't ask for a better nursemaid than Fifi. You know, when you got nine kids, you don't, you probably, I don't know if you do this when you got two or three, but when you got nine, you start thinking, okay, that one I really don't want bothering me, taking care of me when I'm old. That one probably don't want too close to me either. That one, yeah, I'll take that one. I'll probably take that one. You know, not that you don't love them all. It's just that they all have distinguishable different personalities, right? And, uh, and so you start looking at that way. Fifi, she's kind of at the top of the list, right? So... Anyway, sweet, sweet little girl. Amen. Praise God. So, um, but no infection. That's good news. But massive pain, and I don't know. So, we'll just pray and uh, believe. Praise God. Youth convention. Woo! I tell you what. You're in for a great time. Not just, not just uh, because you're out of school and having a blast, and I mean, that's a good time, but the services, it seems like every youth convention you go to, you're like, wow, that was the best service I've ever been a part of, right? So uh, you're in for a treat, a great time, and I remember, I remember the first one I ever went to, I was probably, well, I came into the church right after I was 20. And so my first youth convention was the next year, 21. And there was a whole bunch of us, and we were all in our 20s that came in into the church at the same time. And so we went up there, and we dominated that front row, and it was just all a bunch of 20-year-old guys <laughs> in that front row. And so, anyway, and then afterwards I was like, oh, you know, I think this was 
maybe more geared towards the high school kids. <laughs> we were we were so <laughs> on fire and zeal and wanted to be there and just had a blast. But anyway, praise God. So great memories of uh, youth convention, and these are going to be the, some of the best days of your high school lives. They really will be. I that's not. Uh, exaggeration. That's the truth. Amen. So we're going to have a great time, and I appreciate uh, uh, any of the adults that are going to take some time off of work to go up there and uh, chaperone. Praise God. Amen. So let's see here. Let's get into this. I've got one scripture that I'd like to read. It's found in in the book of John. So if you wouldn't mind standing. Church looks wonderful out there. Amen. Tell you what, we've got a beautiful congregation. We really do. We really, really do. So, anyway, praise God. The scripture is in John 4. Is that your Bible? Did you forget it? Anyway, I was, I was telling Easton, I said, oh, you know what? I'm going to read a lot of scriptures today. Bring your Bible, because when I read them, I want you to follow follow along in the Bible, because if you just follow along on your app, or if you just read up there, you kind of miss out on that personal connection you kind of get with that Bible, you know? When you're following along the scriptures in the Bible, after a while, you're like, oh yeah, I remember uh, Acts 2 is over on this side, and and Psalms 23 is over here, and you kind of lose out on that if you just use the Bible app, right? And so, anyway, that's just that's just a little insight into my thinking. <laughs> so, I was like, you should take a Bible because I'm going to read quite a bit today, but not right now. <clears throat> Come, see a man which told me all things that ever I did. Is not this the Christ? Come see a man which told me all things that ever I did. Is not not this the Christ? Come see a man. Amen. So if you allow me here this morning, I'm going to preach on this. Amen. The source of revival. The source of revival. That's a good looking... You could almost make like a sign out of that poster and hang it up. That looks pretty good. Amen. Checkmate. I didn't put that together, too. That's just, amen, Sister Janelle did a great job on that. All right. Praise God. We're going to go to the Lord in prayer right now. Heavenly Father, we love you, Lord God. We appreciate everything that you're doing here with this congregation and the great movement that you moved upon us already here this morning, Lord God. We thank you for the anointing that you've put upon the congregation, Lord God, and upon the ministry, Lord. We pray, Lord God, that uh, revelation and understanding would go forth, that faith would be increased here today. God, we give you all the glory and all the honor. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Praise God. You may be seated. Amen. You know, the book of John is a, is a great book, right? It um, goes through the some of the miracles of Jesus. It gives us the first miracle of Jesus, and it gives us some things that we don't find in the other Gospels, right? We get the, we get the meeting of Nicodemus in John chapter 3, and the idea of being born again is is laid out, amen, and, and we know the first miracle, right? If I said, what's the first miracle Jesus did, you would say what? Water into wine, amen, turned water into wine. But if I said, where was the first revival? What would you say? Well, this is where we're going to talk about here today. Amen. The source of revival. 
So I'm going to read quite a bit, and let's start in John chapter 4 and verse 1. Praise God. When therefore the Lord knew, oh, if you got your Bible, follow along in your Bible. Amen. And I'm going to follow, I'm going to read from up there. That way I don't have to keep my finger on this passage here. When therefore the Lord knew how the Pharisees had heard that Jesus made and baptized more disciples than John, though Jesus himself baptized not, but his disciples, he left Judah and departed again into Galilee. And he must needs go through Samaria. So, real quick, if you saw a map, what's going on is... He's having to travel from south to north, okay? And in between is this area called Samaria. And most Jews, when they were traveling from north to south, uh, they would kind of go around Samaria and follow the water, the river. And uh, But Jesus, the scripture says that he needed to go through Samaria. Now, why would the Jews, God's people... Why would they not want to go through Samaria? Well, so what happened is, after uh, King Solomon, right? You already know him, the, the smartest man that's ever lived, right? God blessed him, gave him wisdom beyond all understanding and everything. Well, when he passed away, Israel was divided up. Jeroboam, Rehoboam. And so you had 10 tribes went north, okay, with Jeroboam, and you had two tribes that were south with um, Rehoboam. And the northern kingdoms, they never had a godly king. They set up idols and started doing wicked things, and then eventually they were taken over by the Assyrians. And then they intermingled and started having children with them. And, and, and so what happened is, is the Jews, they despised the Samaritans. Now, the Samaritans, they came around to realizing that, hey, you know, this idol worshiping that we've been doing all these years isn't what we should be doing. And so they started to get back into the Word of God, the first five books of the Bible, and that's what they still use today. There's still a group of Samaritans there. They believe that they have the oldest copy of those first five books of the Bible. You can Google it and see a picture of their Bible that they have. And so they were kind of... The Jews saw them as kind of dog people. They weren't fully Jewish. They didn't practice. Uh, they weren't up to the standards or the level of what God's people should have been. And so that's where this issue was. But Jesus said, hey, I've got to go through Samaria. Okay. All right. So the next verse. Then cometh he to the city of Samaria, which is called Sychar near the parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son, Joseph. Aren't you thankful, amen, uh, that the Lord, he's looking beyond just, uh, just the church. Uh, he's looking beyond just those uh, that are part of this thing. Uh, you see, the Jews thought salvation was just for them, uh, but God was getting ready to turn this thing over upside down. Uh, he was going beyond uh, what they thought uh, of who could be saved uh, or who could be touched. Amen. Uh, I'm thankful, amen, uh, that the gospel uh, is to go out uh, and to bring people in like me uh, who weren't raised in the church, uh, who didn't have a pedigree amen but I was somewhere lost the son of a sailor amen who knew who knew more about things of the world than he did about the Bible when God amen came through Samaria and started to look for me amen 
Hallelujah. The church has got to be more than just a place where the Christians can come and have a social club and feel good. I'm not saying that's what we do, amen. But I'm saying in a lot of places, that's what it's about. Hallelujah. Now, Jacob's well was there. You ever been thirsty? Kind of thirsty right now. There's something about water. I don't get it. My wife, she don't like drinking water. I think that's her problem, right? You got to drink more water, babe. <laughs> is there a, is that a, is that a, is that a, is that a female thing? Don't like drinking water? There's some females that like drinking water, but some that don't like drinking water. I don't know why that is. I, I tell you, I, I, I love it. I drink water. Over anything else, right? Amen. But uh, you've got to have something. Water, it replenishes. It refreshes. Amen. And so what we've got here is we've got Jacob's well. It was the source of water. Amen. That when Jacob, when he was out there and he had to find, when he had to find water for his family, he dug. And this is where they found the water. You've got to have source of refreshing water if you want to be replenished. If you want to bring people uh, and give them life uh, or sustainable life. Uh, amen. You've got to have that. You've got to have the water. Jesus, therefore, be being wearied with his journey. Let me tell you this. Jesus was full man and full God at the same time. Amen. As God, he healed the blind. As man, he got hungry. Amen. As God, he was able, amen, to open up the ears of them who couldn't hear. As a man, he got tired. Amen. And so I want you to know that when he hung on the cross, when he took the beatings amen it was just like if you and I were taking it he could feel the bones amen of the cat of nine tails the pottery being scraped across his back when they put the crown of thorns upon him amen and when they put the sack over his head and punched him and said prophesy tell me who hit you amen he felt all of that fully man he was wearied with his journey he sat thus on the well Jacob's well and it was about the sixth hour noon hot he had sent his disciples in to get some provisions into the city there cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water Jesus saith unto her Give me to drink. Imagine that. The creator of the universe, wrapped in flesh, sweat pouring down his face. He's hot. He's thirsty. And he says to the woman, give me to drink. Wow. For his disciples were gone away unto the city to buy meat then saith the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it that thou, being a Jew, askest drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. He was coming to change everything. He was turning everything over on its head. <laughs> Everything that they thought they knew about God, he was, he was getting ready to mix it all up. Everything that they thought they knew about the law and the prophets, he was getting ready to mix it all up. He was bringing in a whole new covenant. Amen. Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God and who it is that saith to thee, 
give me to drink. Thou wouldest have asked of him, and, and he would have given thee living water. Thank God. Amen. The great thing about that is, is this. That tells me that Jesus, he knew why he had to go there. He knew that this woman was going to be here at that certain time. And he wanted to meet this lady because he was getting ready to open up this thing and explode it just beyond the Jews. Amen. And he said, if you only knew who it was and what I have to offer, you would say, give me what you got. I want you to know that we are blanketed with people all around this church, in these apartments, in these houses. Amen. If they only knew what God would willingly give them. Amen. For the longing that they have. But they don't even know about it. Oh, You see, God, he's no respecter of persons. And he wants to pour out. Amen. From this well to these people. Jesus answered. Okay. Then the woman saith unto him, sir, thou hast nothing to draw with. And the well is deep. Oh, I sent some pictures. If you go over to Israel today, you can go and actually see Jacob's well. Here's some pictures of it. <clears throat> so this is an older picture. And there's a woman drawing water from the well. That's not what it looks like today. This is what it looks like today. It's inside of a Eastern Orthodox church that they have built around about 100 years ago. That uh, Actually, they first built one in the third century, but it's been burnt and torn down and, and all of that. And today, there is a church from the outside. That's what it looks like from the outside. But that is Jacob's will. Pretty amazing, huh? Yeah. Hey, this thing never runs out. It never runs out. It never runs dry. All right. Where was I? The woman saith unto him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. From whence then hast thou that living water? So she's kind of missing it. Right? This is brand new. He's laying brand new concepts. Just the chapter before, he's meeting with a, with a doctor of the law. And he blows him away, Nicodemus, by telling him, look, you got to be born again. And he's like, I don't even know what you're talking about, born again. And so now he says, I've got this living water. What do you mean, living water? Verse 11, Verse 12. Art thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us the well? Let me say this for a moment, right? The Jews, they despised these Samaritans. But the Samaritans, they saw themselves as the sons and daughters of Jacob. Do you know that there are people out there who don't know anything about Acts 2.38, how to get saved, and they see themselves as the sons and daughters of God, right? And so what we're going to do is we want to we lead those people into a greater understanding and a greater revelation. Amen. Praise God, which gave us the well and drank thereof and his children and his cattle. Jesus answered and said unto her, whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. You drink of that. You drink of that. Well, you're going to get thirsty again. But he. Oh, let's go to the next verse. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him. Shall never thirst but the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water 
springing up into everlasting life. The first thing you're going to need for revival is you got to have the well. Amen. You got to have the presence of Jesus in your life. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I want you to know every time the church gets together, when we gather on Sundays, amen, the presence of the Lord is here waiting, amen. As the pastor shows up as the first one here in the morning, the Lord's already here. He's going like this and saying, I can't wait to pour out on my people, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so the first thing we need for revival is we got to have a source of water. But we've got something more, Sam, than just water. We got a source of the living water. Amen. If we can just get them to come in, what they're going to find out is they're going to taste of something that they've never tasted before. Amen. Hallelujah. That's what we've got. We've got it right here. Amen. Hallelujah. The woman saith unto him, Sir, give me this water that I thirst not, neither come hither to draw. She's almost getting it. No, you're still going to have to throw down some H2O, but this is a little bit different kind of water. Hallelujah. Later on, Jesus said, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. Amen. This message is not just for the beautiful people. It's just not for the educated people. It's just not, amen, for the wealthy. But it is for any man who hungers and thirsts for something different, a change in their life. Amen. I want you to know the call is going out. We are the church. You're all welcome to come in and drink of the well of living water. Amen. Next verse, please. Jesus saith unto her, Go call thy husband and come hither. This is where it gets interesting. He says, Go call your husband. Let him hear the news about the water. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. You can't fool God. You can fool man, you can fool the pastor, but you can't fool God. Right? The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said unto her, Thou hast well said. You said that right on. I have no husband. For thou hast had five husbands. Busted. Who said that? Mason said that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. This ain't your mom and dad. This is the Lord, right? And, and let's see, five husbands, and he whom thou hast is not thy husband now. Man, he's reading her mail. In that saidest thou truthfully. Aren't you glad? Amen. He knew everything about her. You couldn't find a more despised person in the area. A woman, right? Not a man, a woman. Five husbands living in adultery. And the Lord says, I'm going to meet her. I'm going to give her something she's never gotten before. I'm going to use her. I'm going to turn these disciples, Peter and John. They're not going to believe it. Amen. What this woman does, I'm letting them see a little bit of what I'm going to do as I reach out. Amen. Into the world and make a people who were not a people. And I'm going to put my name upon them. Hey, that's the Gentile church. You and I, I know we're all dignified now and blessed. And we got suits and money in the bank and everything. But if you would have seen me before I met the Lord, some of you would say, don't let them come into this house. But the Lord, he wasn't like that. The woman saith unto him, sir, I perceive that thou art a prophet. 
Now she's kind of getting, she's kind of getting it, right? Our fathers worship in this mountain. And you say in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. So now she's kind of testing him a little bit. Jesus saith unto her, woman, believe me, the hour cometh uh, when ye shall neither in this mountain where the Samaritans were worshiping, nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. Ye worship, ye know not what. He says, you guys really don't know what you're doing. We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. He does make a distinguishable difference between the two at that point, right? But he's getting ready to blow this thing open. He says, but the hour cometh, and now is, when the true worshipers, amen, it's not about gathering in Jerusalem, amen, or being at the wall, amen, but the hour now is that the true worshipers shall worship the Father, the one and only God, creator of the universe, in spirit and in truth, hallelujah, praise God, amen, you've got to have the Holy Ghost. And you got to have the word of God forever sealed in your heart that only the Holy Ghost can do. Amen. And that's the only way that you and I could ever be righteous in the sight of the Lord. It's not by my good works of righteousness, but it's by what he does. Amen. In my life. Hallelujah. For the father seeketh such to worship him. You know, I always used a good measure. It hit me one time. I was inviting this guy to church. And he says, well, I can only come for about 45 minutes. And I said, 45 minutes? He goes, yeah, I can only come for about 45 minutes to an hour. That's it. But I can come anytime. Church started at 7, I think. Did it start at 7? I can't remember now if it started at 7 or 6. But anyway, 7 o'clock. And I was like, okay, do I want him to come to the worship or do I want him to come to the preaching? Because the worship was great. The preaching was great. Do I want him to come to, and then it hit me, oh, hey, we're worshiping in spirit and truth. If our spirit was, if the worship was only great and the word was not very good, then I thought, oh, you know what? Our church is maybe more spirit than word. But if the worship was, don't nobody raise a hand, nobody raise a finger, don't, no amens, and then the word came out heavy-handed. I thought, oh, boy, that's all truth. And so as a young Christian, about 20 years old, it dawned upon me. Revelation, amen, Brother Clementson. And that was this. I was sitting in a church at that time that was well-balanced between spirit and truth. It's just like our church here. We've got the spirit when we worship the Lord God. Amen. But then we've got the preaching of the word. Hallelujah. And you can't decide which one is better. Amen. That's a good gauge to tell you. You're in the right place. Amen. The woman saith unto him, I know that Messiah cometh, which is called Christ. When he is come, he will tell us all things. Jesus saith unto her, I that speak unto thee am he. Wow. Here it is. Now, just a chapter before, he more or less reveals the same thing to a doctor of the law. But it really doesn't go any further than him. Now he reveals to this sinful, despised woman. And watch what she does. And upon this came his disciples. Right then the disciples show up. <clears throat> and they're shocked. And marvel that he talked with the woman. It was just it wasn't just the cultural norms for a man not to speak to a woman in public like that. But he was a rabbi, and a rabbi would never do that. 
a teacher, a master. And they marveled that he talked with the woman, but no one said anything. They were all shocked looking around. I can't believe this guy. What do you think he is? But he didn't say anything. I, I, that's when I thought for sure Peter would jump up and say something, but he didn't. Yet no man said, what seekest thou, or why talkest thou with her? They didn't even try to get understanding of it. The woman then left her water pot. <laughs> She'd forgotten what, <laughs> amen, the cares and the concerns of this life. Uh, if we can just get them into the church, you know what happens? They somehow leave their cares and concerns of their life right here, and they leave the place, and they say, you got to come to the Tower of Pentecost. I met, amen, the, I met the Lord in a way that I never knew. Amen. Hallelujah. Then she left the water pot and went her way into the city and saith to the men. She just didn't go and gather the women. She was filled with the spirit of boldness to go out and proclaim that she had heard, amen, and been in presence with the Almighty, the Messiah himself. Amen. Hallelujah. That's what happens when you come into a place like this and you feel the presence of God. Suddenly, hallelujah, you get an attitude and a spirit upon you that now you're not timid and bashful or ashamed amen she didn't say you know I better not say anything because I haven't I haven't been taught a Bible study she didn't say you know I'm not right with the Lord I better not hallelujah I want you to know that it's God's purpose amen to affect change in somebody's life so much that when they leave all they can talk about is you gotta come and meet the Lord that I met today at the Tower of Pentecost. Amen. Hallelujah. Is not this the Christ? Come and see a man. Come and see a man. Woo. Here it is. This is the second part of revival. All you got to do is you just got to get out there and you got to say, if you'd come to live with me, you'll feel something. You're going to see the Lord in a way that you've never seen him. This is it. We know where the source is now. All we got to do, we don't got to get out there and try to convert them and try to teach them. All you got to do is get them, amen, to the well and let God start doing the ministry and the changing in their life. Amen. Sometimes we think we've got to give them a whole understanding of uh, how the Bible is. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm a believer in home Bible studies. Uh, I've, taught, I've taught a whole bunch of them over the years. Uh, but I want you to know, uh, if we can get somebody into the house of the Lord, uh, the presence of God, amen, manifested in this place, uh, can do more in 20 minutes uh, than Jeff Woods could ever do, uh, parked on the living room floor for an hour and a half, uh, turning pages on the chart, amen. Next verse, I gotta get going. Then they went out of the city and came unto him. You know, they didn't say, You're you're just a woman. You got you've been married five times, and and the guy you're with now is not even your husband. No. They were in just as terrible shape. You get a new convert in. And I don't care if they've got track marks in their arms. They will go out and without any change in their life. And they will tell people that they run with about this place. And those people will come in. Because their lives are just as miserable. Then they went out of the city and came unto him. Go down to verse 39, please. I'm almost done here. And many of the Samaritans of that city believed on him for the saying of the woman. Here it is. 
This is the first time we find that an individual, amen, revival is attributed to one person, amen. It wasn't Nicodemus. It wasn't even one of the disciples, but it was a sinful woman who wasn't even a Jew. She couldn't help herself, amen, and the Lord knew it, and that's why, amen, he wanted her there, or he wanted to be there that day, amen. And many of the Samaritans of the city believed on him for the saying of the woman which testified, he told me all that I ever did. Amen. So when the Samaritans were come unto him, they besought him that he would tarry with them. And he abode there two days. Amen. What went from a place to stop and to get some water. Hallelujah. It turned into a two-day revival. I don't know what all the miracles and the lives that God changed that day, but it all happened because one woman, had she been converted? No, but she had been in the presence of the Lord, and she went out and said, come with me and see a man and hear a man. I want you to know if we can just bring them in to the house of the Lord. Brian, if the musicians could come, if we can just get them in to the house of the Lord, God, amen, will change lives and change cities and change, amen, a state and a country. I believe it. I believe it with all of my heart. Hallelujah. And many many more believed because of his own word. So here's what happened. They came because they believed her word. They stayed and were changed because they got the revelation, the understanding. They felt the presence of the Lord themselves. And it just replicates over and over and over and over. This is the source of revival. We got the well. All we got to (laughs) do... They don't need a suit to come in. All we got to do is bring them in. All we got to do, amen, come. Whatever you can do. Hey, we got a great youth group. You would love it. Amen. Whatever you got to do to get them to come in. And you watch how God ministers as we worship. Amen. You watch how God changes lives as the preaching starts to unfold. Amen. God is able to do work that man cannot do and he's able to change lives amen we have heard him ourselves and know that this is indeed the Christ the savior of the world the first revival attributed to an individual in the word of God a sinner wonder the next Samaritan lady that comes in when we had our little storefront church there was a lady that came in she needed money we didn't have a lot of money but we took up a offering for her on the site and we she got a check for five hundred dollars there was maybe 16 of us there And this lady kept coming around and coming around, and she was constantly bugging me, constantly nagging on me, bugging me. And I asked the pastor who I was confiding in, I said, I got this lady, and she just takes up so much of my time, and she's always this and that. And I said, I don't know what to do with her. You know what he told me? He says, you want to make her feel welcome in your church because how she's bugging you every day, she's bugging everybody out there in the community that she runs into. And she's saying, you got to come to church. You need to come to church. 
you need to come to church. And do you know that woman brought in more people? She would bring them in. Amen. Hallelujah. I don't know who is going to be the next one who comes in and doesn't quite fit the picture of what we think. Somebody who brings in revival with them. But I am here today and I don't judge when they come in. I'm thinking this could be the woman of Samaria at the well who brings in the families, who brings in the people. Amen. So when they come in, and maybe they get on your nerves a little bit. Maybe their kids are a little, uh, 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 they don't behave as well as kids that, what are you talking about? The Longs and the Woods kids are the worst behaved kids in the church, right? Just teasing. I can only say that because half of them are mine. But please don't get frustrated. When a woman that's been married five times brings in five children from five different men and they have five different last names and they don't listen. Don't think, oh, I don't like teaching Sunday school when they're here. And it happens. I've been there. We got to realize that's the source of revival. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm so excited about what God is doing. Hallelujah. Would you stand with me right now? We're going to go to the Lord in prayer. They're going to sing. Amen. And we're going to come down and we're going to pray and say, Oh God, would you send the woman of Samaria when I'm out pumping gas, when I'm in the line somewhere. Amen. That I would see people as you did, Lord, as this woman. That I would invite her, amen, to drink of the water of life that you have here at the Tower of Pentecost. Amen. There are so many many of them out there and all we gotta do is bring them in it doesn't matter if they got tattoos on their face we need to bring them in amen oh god would you play brother brian and sing these altars are open church would you come down and help me pray would you say oh god amen i want to see the lost as you do lord god amen i want to invite would you commit in your heart i'm going to invite somebody to the house of the lord oh that's it amen they don't have to be pretty amen they don't have to be smart they don't have to be popular they just got to be a soul amen Father, I see that you are drawing a line in the sand. I want to be standing on your side, just holding your hand. Let your kingdom come. Let it live in me. This is my prayer. This is my plea, let the worshipers rise.